0: Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, your host of Ask a Coach, the Windermere podcast. In this podcast, we'll tackle some of your toughest real estate questions. Each episode will provide you with detailed answers and proven solutions to some of the biggest challenges facing realtors today. Thank you for listening. Hello everyone, this is Michael Fanning and welcome to the Ask a Coach Windermere podcast. And this is where we tackle some of your tough real estate questions, some of your tough life questions, and really talk about big challenges facing uh, us today in the real estate industry. But today specifically, I think we, uh, I wanna talk about mindset and I'm so excited because I have Ashley of Lafayette with us. Ashley, how are you?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm well. Well, thank you for being on our podcast today. I really appreciate it.
1: Of course, My pleasure.
0: So uh, just to kind of set the stage for our listeners, Ashley, um, I met you in 2014, and you're a story that I tell so often, and I tell it because I tell it at every single installation that I teach, uh, and we use it in coaching, and you're on our video on Windermere's website, Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember when you took Ninja, um, and you were brand new to the business, and you had a really phenomenal why that you shared with the group. And that part of that, why was you were going to have a family? Well, you had, you had a husband, but you were going to have family and your husband at the time was in uh, law enforcement. And your goal was for him to be able to choose what he wanted to do. And maybe the hopes was that you two would become a team and work together. And that was eight years ago. And you successfully not only became a team and worked together, but you had two beautiful girls, three and five years old. Uh, you guys have a beautiful home, you, you're running this great life, and you, you, you did what you said you were going to do. And I remember when I talked to you, you said it's all about mindset. Is that, is that still kind of the, 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 the place where you are uh, in your mind in terms of, of does, that, does that ring a bell? Does that sound like the way it was?
1: Yes, a hundred percent. And we accomplished all those goals together and mindset was absolutely the key. And I can tell you even just, you know, to date, you know, COVID was obviously like last year, crazy year, right? Our business had our best year ever in the worst environment ever where Jack and I set our personal goal of you know, we sold $59 million in real estate and 57 transactions, and we made over a million dollars, which was like one of my personal goals to accomplish. And I'm like, even in the worst of years, because mindset, we were able to overcome, pivot our business, stay positive and thrive like nobody's business. And we did that together as a team. Mindset is absolutely the key to success.
0: Yeah. And so the one of the things, so one of the things we teach in the class, and this is the thing that I really want to get to today, because I think it'll have such an impact on so many people is that mindset is one thing when things are going just great and everything's fabulous and everything's wonderful. And then, um, you know, a lot of people can really uh, do mindset well in that scenario. Then all of a sudden we get, uh, we get information given to us or what I call a gut punch or life happens. And sometimes life happens and it's not so easy. And we have to then uh, kind of shift gears and say, okay, Now I really need to understand my mindset and really need to make it work. And that happened to you just not too long ago. And I know you had a really uh, great uh, video that you put out on Instagram that so many people had talked about, but share with me a little bit about now how your mindset really has to shift into gear. I mean, tell us a little about what's going on now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, today is, you know, middle of May, 2022. And on March 30th, I went into I woke up in the middle of the night, the night of the 29th with a pain across my stomach. I I remember the exact moment because I woke up from a dead sleep and it felt like a a really intense stomach ache pain, but like consistent, not like throbbing, just like a solid pain. Then it washed across my body from like right to left. And I tried to go back to sleep and you're like, oh, it'll just go away. You know, one of those things went about my day the next morning, didn't go away and it got progressively worse. Um, and by the end of the night, went to crawl into bed and Jack and I were actually packing to go to the Caribbean on a long awaited vacation post COVID. You know, we haven't been able to spend any quality time. we were working like crazy, as I mentioned, you know, right. thriving right. and yeah. loving life. Um, but we needed a break and to recharge and rebalance, which is so important. Um, and i was so excited. And I was almost in tears. I was like, this pain isn't going away. He convinced me to go to the ER. Um, I'm not one of those people who just goes and you know, I tough everything out. Right. right yeah. Um, it's just me. <laughs> um, so it's was like, oh, okay, fine. I'll listen to him. He knows better. Right. Um, he's right. Don't tell him I, still, I said that though. I will. I will um, <laughs> um, went into the ER and took, you know, they sent me in for a scan. They were like, oh, it's maybe it's your, you know, appendix, even though the pain was a little high, they're were like, we're going to do a CT scan waiting and waiting. Where are the results? Where are the results? They're taking forever. And then they came back in and I had the most surreal life moment ever where they sit down and they say, very deadpan, like not the best bedside tape manner. Um, You know, I, it's good news. It's not your appendix. Bad news is I hate to tell you, you have stage four colon cancer and it has metastasized to your liver. Here's your discharge paperwork. Have a great night basically.
0: Right. Wow. Um,
1: And in that moment, you're just kind of like, like your, your brain is trying to take in such a tantamount shift. Like it's, it's surreal. It's overwhelming. And I, you you know, I'm a highly analytical person being like a CPA and I'm like, you know, trying to ask the doctor, like, are you like, sure? Like, is there any way you're not reading something right? Like, what are you talking about? I was literally fine the day before, like nothing, nothing wrong with my body, no signs, no symptoms. I'm 38 years old. I'm well below, colon cancer thresholds. I didn't have any like warning signs for colon cancer. Um, no history of it. Come to find out now I am a complete stroke of bad luck. Like all my genetic testing came back, um, completely fine. Like I have no genetic anomalies. I am literally just very, very bad luck. But I will say that getting the confirmation that I'm bad luck was probably the best worst news a mom could ever get because it means my girls are a 1000% safe from me having passed anything along. So I, I thanked the genetic counselor for giving me that news. And she was in tears, I think, because my response going back to mindset was, this is the best news you could ever have given me because I'm protecting my babies. And so it's a death sentence for me. But I literally don't even care because all I care about are my kids. And so it's taking, you know, taking this entire, you know, my my life was blown up with an atomic bomb, effectively, right? right? But you take it in stride because, innately from my core, from from birth, you know, I guess you know, nature nurture, what do you both? I am a very positive person. I always have believed bad things happen in life. You can't have good without bad. That's not how life works. There are no entitlements in life. I have never for a second thought I'm entitled to a long life, to success, to money, to anything. I have always believed you have to work for what you want in this world. You have to take responsibility for your choices, morally, your actions, do the best that you can with every moment, every situation and everything that happens to you in life. And if you do that, you are going to live a good life. Good things will happen to you. And life opens up, the world opens up, doors open up. People respond to that. But it's not insincere. Like at my core, that's who I feel I am. That's the life I live. And it's very natural. It's easy because it's genuine. And when you live a life of genuineness, people genuinely respond to you and success happens. And at the same time, adversity is a part of life. Challenges are inevitable. That's what makes us the people we are. And it's how we handle them and ha- you know, having dignity and grace through the process. And I've always believed that when bad things happen, you have a choice. You can be the person who is a mindset of scarcity, who, you know, just focuses on the negative and lets it bring them down and drag them down and hold them back and complains about it. And, you know, their world closes in, right. And then more negative is bred from that mindset of scarcity. And it's a a never ending cycle. And you know, people like that, we all know people like that, right? Yes. But you, or you can choose to say, okay, this happened. I can't control what happened. Just like I can't control my diagnosis. I picked the short straw in life unbeknownst to me, and that's okay because I can't control that, right? So why would I pour energy into being angry, negative, or, you know, resenting that and fixating on that? Is it hard to, do I have moments where I break down and cry at the reality of losing my girls and leaving my husband? Yes, that is part of it right and i'm gonna try really hard not to cry
0: (laughs) no i you if no, i i i I can only imagine
1: you know i can't i'm gonna have moments of weakness and i process and i I, you have to allow yourself to feel the feelings and -hmm. then it's like okay i had the moment pick myself up by my bootstraps and i'm gonna live life fuller i am going to soak in every second i am going to leave a legacy for my children rife with pictures letters videos gifts. I'm making my diamond earrings into wedding pendants for them. When they get married someday, I am doing all the things to be a part of their life in the form that I can be after I'm gone for decades to come. I'm leaving my husband messages and permission to move on and all the things to help tools to help him cope with losing me being a single dad, taking care of, you know, everything I can do to protect my family, Because I have a choice to take this situation and do the best, very best I can with it and learn and grow and focus on the positive. And I see so, I mean, the biggest thing that I've seen out of this is I am changed and my world instantaneously, as much as it was scary, my mindset was already open, but it opened up exponentially further where I just see people and the goodness and the positive and what I can do to help people in it it's hard to explain like an incredibly more eye-opening experience. And it's so sad that it took something like cancer to like have that shift. If only we could be more open, but it's like, I realized suddenly you don't know what the person next to you on the street is dealing with. Treat them with kindness, be compassionate, listen, be open. Let's connect more. Like I want to be the best friend, the best mother, the best husband, the best coworker, the best, you know, stranger, you know, in the store, I want to treat people with kindness and be open and give of myself and support others and uplift others and inspire because that's live every day, like live in the moment and, and do the things and, you know, live the life and enjoy, and don't just work and not take time. Say the things you mean to your family, tell people you love them, do the thing you've been avoiding to do, you know, like take those moments and live life to the fullest, and be open. And if you do that, it's so enriching. And the world be just such a better place if we all were present and focused. And and we just, you know, it's just such a mindset shift when you suddenly have this death sentence. I'm gonna live the fullest. Maybe it's a year. Maybe they gave me a. They said I'm gonna live probably 12 months because I'm young, I'm healthy otherwise, and I'm darn motivated. Like right. I'm a tenacious agent and I'm going to be a <laughs> tenacious mother for my kids. And I know, you know, I'm this cancer picked the wrong mom to screw with. I'll tell you that. Um, and I believe that I'm worth the miracle and I'm going to handle all the things like, cause I'm very pragmatic and had a lot of the things already done, like life insurance and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to handle all the things to prepare my, fa- my family for success. If I go right. Cause I will go eventually. I know that, but I'm going to fight tooth and nail for every day beyond the 50% to make it to two years. That's what they gave me but I'm not a statistic. I'm so much more than a statistic. And I have so much to fight for and so much drive and determination to be there for every single day of my kids' lives, as long as, as I can. And that I, I believe that miracles happen. Somebody has to break limits. Someone has to be the first to break the odds. And why not me? I'm worth it. And I'm driven. So I'm focusing on that. And you kind of ride two horses with At the same time, simultaneously, you're moving the pragmatic and the miracle, you know, down the aisle and you, 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 you know, you stay positive and you focus on that and don't let the negative get in your mind because everything that happens to you is an opportunity to reflect on how can I be a better version of myself? How can I take this negative situation and turn it into something positive? And for me, I want to pay it forward. I want to support others, uplift and inspire and be the best mom, the best wife. I really love live this life that I have to the fullest.
0: Well, and I think it, it's such an amazing example. And some things come to mind for me just is one is that, you know, um, we all have a gift to give and um, gifts come to us in the most obscure ways. And, um, you know, you have this phenomenal ability to take this, you know, this information you've been giving and you don't make it about yourself and you turn it around. And the other thing too, is that the example that you said, I mean, one, for, for your for your daughters to see the strong woman that you are and how you're showing up for Jack to say, wow, you know, uh, you know, I can feel horrible, but how can I feel horrible when she's here fighting and having this mindset? And then for other people who, you know, and I, and I just and I say this and I don't I don't say this to judge, but, you know, there's a lot of people who wake up in the day and they go, oh, I'm having a bad day you're not having a bad day. You're having a calendar interruption. I mean, <laughs> you know, let's, let's really, let's really think about, you know, what we coin as being a, a not so good day. And, you know, the fact that you've been given this information and the way you're choosing to show up, I think it, it sets an example for a lot of other people. I say, you know what, don't take for granted what you have in front of you. Right. Right. And, and live in the moment because we don't know, you know, how much time I mean, none of us know. I mean, nobody's, you know, there's not a handbook that says here's, here's your expiration date. I mean, none of us have that. We just, we just know we can live today. And so I, I love that message that you give is that, you know, have a mindset that wherever you are today, what can you do to, to help others and what can you do to enjoy what you have right now?
1: Exactly. Cause you really like, and going back to like, you don't know what the person next to you on the bus is going through. Like right now I made a commitment to myself that I'm going to, you know, show up and look as healthy and strong and positive for everyone around me. And also myself, because I believe like I'm going to, I'm getting up and I'm putting on makeup and I'm buying bright colored dresses. Cause I feel like (laughs) if I can start, I used to always wear black. I was very like, I'm from new England. Like you wear black. I don't wear color. And I sat there and I told myself, you know what? I'm buying a lot of Lily Pulitzer, which is really bright. Like pop colors. And I'm like, I'm going to wake up every day and feel like I'm on vacation and a ball of sunshine. And I'm going to put on makeup and I'm going to look like my kid's mom. I'm going to look as long as I can, like the mom that they're used to. Because if I do that, not only will I have a better day, I'm going to show up and be present and be ball of sunshine, but I will impact them. I will help their mind. their you know, the way they're processing this. I will help my husband and everyone I meet. Like, I just want to be Happiness, like I'm, and it will impact my physical health positively. And we all have the ability to choose how we show up every day, right? Like we can control that. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we handle it.
0: Yeah. I I love it. Uh, My dad would always say, you know, life is uh, 90% or 10% is what happens to us, 90% is how we choose. And you just said, exactly, choose to react. That's why and and it's energy, (laughs) right? And it's energy. I mean, there's, there's, there's energy and negative energy and we can let our brains go down that negative path and go into that place of why, and we want answers. And sometimes, and sometimes there's not, like you said, there's no reason why this happened to you. Um, And we, and we, we could spend all our time trying to figure that out. Or we could say, okay, what can I control? What can I do? And I love it. You, You can control how you choose to show up.
1: Exactly. You can't control the rest. So why spend mindless energy on that? That's energy could be redirecting to something so positive for you or someone else. Like why spend countless energy in the wrong direction?
0: Yep. Well, and here's one thing I think that is important. And I see this a lot and this just isn't in real estate as real estate. This is across the board and people who have jobs is sometimes we, we work, 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 and we neglect the fun. We neglect the balance. And we say, we'll get to that someday. And I think you have a, a really phenomenal perspective to help other people kind of see this. But I mean, what would you say about balance now with where you are?
1: I think balance is so critical and balance is something that, especially when your career takes off, you, you go with it, right? You're like, Oh, like, this is what I always struggled with. It was, with it was like, okay, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I'm, you know, a bread, I, I'm the breadwinner. I'm the driver of our business. Um, you know, and your clients need you. That's the commitment we've made. That's the win-win way, right? Like we are so yep. committed and client forward, that's what I love about our brand. Um, that I would always put myself last, and I would, you know, I was as my business thrived, there was less and less time for my family or personal things, and never any time for me. Like, heaven forbid, I haven't had a day off until probably my diagnosis, right? Um, and so looking back now with clarity, I have no regrets because everything I was working for has allowed me to be in a position where. My family doesn't have to worry now. All my hard work is going to pay off and that they are going to be okay and more than okay. And I'm so glad, but I didn't live my, I didn't have balance in my life. I really struggled with that because the more successful you are, the less balance you have. And it's this slippery, it's a very difficult thing to figure out the perfect, you know, way to run these two things in harmony. Right. I think a lot of agents struggle with that. But I will say, now being in my position and having the eye-opening experience that I have, a hundred percent, I recommend and encourage everyone to really look at their business and and their lives and find balance in the way that you can, because you don't know when tomorrow's not going to come. Yep. And you don't want to look back and have regrets. And you need to be present with the people you love. You need to do, live the life you want to live, love your life and make time for you because that's going to make you a better version of yourself. You're going to give more to other people and enrich others more because you found time for yourself. And most importantly, as a mom, like my kids, funny enough, I never had time to like do as much sitting down and coloring and going to the swim lessons. I was always getting pulled in 800 directions with work. And since my diagnosis, nothing else, I mean, we're still working and Jack is stepping forward and taking the lead and I'm supporting him behind the scenes and we're absolutely killing it. We've already <laughs> sold three homes like
0: <laughs> in the last
1: like week and a half. Well, you know, during my diagnosis, we're not dropping any balls, but I personally am rebalancing and he's really stepping up and supporting me to allow me to do that. And my kids sat down with me about a week after I got out of the hospital because I ended up in the hospital with some complications for nine nights, which was not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I got home and I I just was making a commitment. Like, I just want to spend every second on my kids. Right. And my little girl, Emma, who's five looks up at me and she goes, mommy, this is so nice. You're not on your phone at all. Yeah. And I'm so glad you're coloring with me. And that moment was like one of those moments where you're, you want to like, start crying because you're yes. like, just realize you were not present enough before. And I get to do that now. And that's such a blessing, but I also am so sad that I was, I, I wasn't as present where I wanted to be because I wanted to be coloring. I wanted to be doing all the things, but I couldn't because I had obligations to provide for my family. And, and I knew what I was doing was going to support my girls and pay for college and, you know, pay for the things I didn't have growing up. Like I grew up with nothing. So it was like, I want to give my kids every opportunity I can in life. That's what I'm working for. But I, I got, you know, the pendulum swung too far to the work. Yes. And that moment was just one of those moments where you're like, this diagnosis, raw well, scary, that opportunity that I'm going to color every night and play games every night and snuggle every night and all day. And I'm going to go to every swim lesson. And, you know, I can be, I'm going to go on date nights. My husband and I just hired a nanny every Saturday night so we can go to date nights and be, reconnect and make sure we have time for each other. And, that is the best blessings where I will live the most full life in this time that I have than I ever did before. So find balance. You know, you don't have to get cancer to find this yeah, right. balance. Exactly. Make a commitment to yourself, like make the commitment to yourself and your family. It's so important.
0: Well, and I think, and I think you bring up a good point because a lot of times what we'll do, and this goes back to what I was kind of saying is we'll say, well, you know, uh, I'll, I'll eventually I'll do that or someday. And yeah. the challenge is, is that, you know, that someday we we are great at pushing off and pushing off and pushing mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Know? And then all of a sudden, you know, something happens where we go, oh, now I've got to do it all. And I, and you know, you're right. No, you don't have to go get cancer to figure out how to make balance. But I think your message <laughs> is so powerful to say, you know, look right now at where you are in your life and ask yourself, you know, if 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 this, if if all of a sudden you weren't here tomorrow, are you happy with what you've done and who the people are around you? And if you spend enough time with those people that mean something to you.
1: Exactly. And I will say, like, I even talking to Jack about this, given where we're at. Like he's like, Oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, my clients need this and that. And then like clients, clients in your business as a whole, it takes on a energy, right? And that it will take as much from you as you're willing to get. And it's not about letting business go, but we need to learn to assert and, and our boundaries. And some agents are good at that, where they like say, I don't answer my phone, you know, at certain times, but I, you know, but then I, there's the agents like myself was like, I need to outperform. I need to keep working harder, push the limit. I, I'm the type of personality where I always want to break goals, go to the next level. I was never content with, the status quo. Like if I did one yeah. thing, I had to break it. I was my own worst enemy. I imposed impose that on myself. <laughs> and now I look back and I'm like, you know what? That was enough. I didn't need to do that because I didn't realize I was losing out on something else. And right. I can control that. And, and my clients, not anything against that, but they'll take as much as I am willing to give them. I didn't assert boundaries well enough. And that's on me. So take the time now to find those boundaries, however they work for you and create parameters. And you know what? Your clients will honor that. Like I've been telling Jack, I'm like, tell people that from six to eight, we're with our kids every night. You'll get back to them after that. That's yes. time for us to read stories, put them to bed, have dinner together as a family. Like you're not going to lose a deal over that. You're not going to lose clients over that. And once in a while, if there's an urgent item, okay, great. Attend to that. But as a consistent standard message to people proactively, like, Hey, between these hours, I have two little girls and a wife, and I'm going to, you know, I might get back to you after this. People understand that. And we just, it's okay to say that to them. You know, it's well, and I okay think it all that.
0: It also sets up, it goes back to what you talked about, and you talked about the people that surround you you know, and, then lift you up is I also think that, you know, if you have clients that aren't willing to understand that, then I have to question, are there people that I really want to work with? Yes. Um, you know, that, cause that's the other piece too, is that if, if you can't respect my life and what I have, and that I'm giving time to that, and all you're doing is making it about yourself. I mean, maybe that's not a client that I want to, you know, that I want to work with, because that's 100%. not who I choose to be around. A
1: hundred percent. agree with that so much. And I've always believed that, you know, when it comes to clients, when you first start out as a new agent, you're like, I have to sell to everybody, everyone that walks through my open house. Oh my gosh. And then I had this epiphany my first year where I was like, no, I don't. I need to sell to the clients that I connect with and that yes. connect with me because those are the best clients to have because they'll stay loyal because you have a genuine connection. So if interest. I, so what I did is sat down and introspected about what's unique about me? What's my approach to business? What do people, the clients that I've been successful picking up at open houses or whatever, like, what is it about me that they that resonates with them? And why do I enjoy working with those people? And then I started catering my marketing and everything to that subset, because I don't need to sell to everyone. Like you said, I don't need to work with people that don't respect me as a person. And I don't want to work with people that don't respect me and my family. And I don't need, I don't like there's enough. It's again, mindset of abundance, right? There's enough people in this world. There's enough clients out there that it's okay to say no, because yeah, you might throw one away and another will come right back.
0: <laughs> well, and I think you can said that to me like two years after you were in it. I think I asked you cause you were doing so well uh, before Jack had joined you and Um, And i had asked you, and you said, you said one thing you learned is that, you know, if you come from a place of abundance, if you come from a place of that positive mindset, there's more than enough business and it's always going to be there, right? And if you come from a place of scarcity and you come from a place of there's not enough, then it's always going to be, there's not enough.
1: Exactly, a thousand percent. And and that applies to, you know, other agents too. Like we don't need to be each other's competitors. There's enough business in the world for all of us. So lift each other up, support each other. And I will say one thing since my diagnosis, I've been so humbled by the Windermere community and how other offices and agents I've done other transactions with or people I don't even know well at all have reached out to me, sent us food, like just uplifting me gifts. I've had complete strangers reach out to me and send me flowers that have never even met me. But my video, because I have been kind of posting my journey on Instagram and, and Facebook to allow people to be able to understand, you know, people want to help, but if you don't tell them, what you need and communicate. A lot of times when in situations like this, people want to help and they want to understand, but they don't know how to, and they're afraid to say the wrong thing. So i realized I have to give them myself and open up and communicate, even though I tended to be a very private person prior to this, like not that type at all. I've never like made a Facebook video and talked ever. Uh Um, (laughs) but I was like, I need to do this for others because then they if they love me and they need, they need this, like they need to understand, like they want to help and I need to give of myself and open up. And that's been shared. And like complete strangers have reached out to me and literally made my day and lifted me up and given me strength. And I have been so humbled by the amazing generosity, compassion, and giving of the Windermere community and people in general, like I've never needed help before. And to see how people rally around you and give you strength. And the physical benefit of that, like the mental transitions into the physical. And I truly believe in that it is amazingly humbling and such an, again, another gift and silver lining of this that I have experienced. Cause I've never had that in my life. And it's the most amazing gift.
0: Well, and I have to say to you too, is that, you know, the, the world, the world wants the the stories, the world wants the the positive stories, the world wants that mindset of, of energy. And the the thing of it is, is when you are vulnerable, like you were in your video and you put it out there, what you do is you allow others to do the same. Right. And you allow other people to say, oh my gosh, if she can do it, I can do it. If this is going on And then those people to say, my gosh, how can we help? What can we do? Because the world has a phenomenal accounting system you know, the people that show up and give and live in that world, the world wants to give back to you. And I think that uh, your act and what you did and what's going on is, is it is a testament to that? I mean, people want to help, right? And so many times what we do is we want, we want to be private and we don't want to let people know our chinks in our armor that we're going through struggling times. And what we do is we shut the door for help. Right.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And I, I mean, I, I absolutely like, a big part of what I wanted to do is inspire others to exactly like you said, if I can make a difference in one person's life and have them learn or grow or do something different, you know, um making them, you know, take action on something they were putting off. And, you know, either medical, like they're afraid to call their doctor and get the appointment, right? Or it could be something as simple as like, hey, I've been, you know, a burned relationship and I've been putting it off and I it's been nagging at me and I want to take action and fix it. You know, whatever it is, we all have something that we, you know, the wish we had done better, we were handling or should be doing, but we're running away from it. We all have something, right? And if I can take my experience and inspire someone to do the thing, that is the best gift I could ever ask for. And that's what I want to spend my time doing. And I've gotten actually a ton of people reaching out to me saying like, thank you. You inspired me to make an appointment with my doctor because I did have something that I was worried about and I'm doing it now. Or I, 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 I've gotten calls from people that were like, you know what, I, I called this person because I had a fight with them and you inspired me to, to fix this. Like that is so, I'm so grateful for and humbled that I could make a positive impact. That's all I want to do is uplift and inspire people to, you know, take action, and be present in their life. Cause you just don't know how much time you have and there's no better time than now to, to, to deal with those things. And, and also knowledge is power. Like when it comes to physical things, if you're afraid of, you know, looking at something and you're putting off a doctor's apartment, cause you're scared and it's fair to be scared. Like, I know how scary that can be. Right. But if you knowledge is power, if you had, if you have the knowledge to know something's wrong and you can find out now you can treat it before you get to a point where like I'm at, like they said, I had this probably two years ago, but I didn't know. And if I had known it was 91% curable. But I'm in a position where now I have 12 months and a 50% chance at two years and it's not curable um, because I didn't know. So knowledge is power. So even though it's scary, you can deal with it and you will handle it. You got to You got to take the action though. And that's, if I can just impart that and impress upon that with anyone, even one person that is worth my, you know, worth it all. Like that's, that's what I want to do in this, with this time.
0: Well, and I love it. You said, don't avoid the thing, right? Right. (laughs) Don't, whatever the thing is, if if it's, if if it's right now, if it's causing you pain or it's causing you anxiety or it's causing you fear, then it means you need to deal with it, right? Because we carry it. It's not healthy in anything, whether it's disease or relationship or challenge and uh, it's weights us down. And so deal with it, deal with it now.
1: Exactly. And we all know what our thing is. You know? yeah.
0: yeah, we all do. It. Yes. Because Every, you're so right. Everybody has one. So I'm making a note of my thing right now. I'm okay,
1: Michael, it. I'm going to go do it. I'm cheering you on.
0: <laughs> you know, and the, the other thing on here too, I think that's important. And this was the other topic we touched on is just get your life in order because, and, and I, I want you to give a little detail around that, because I think that too many people, that's another piece to where when you have people that are relying on you and you don't get your world in order and something happens to you, where are you leaving them?
1: Right. Yeah, I mean you know, I'm, I'm a CPA by background. So I tend to be super type A and like super proactive. So I'm the weird person, like, you know, in my twenties, it was like, I need life insurance. I need this. I need that. You know, I'm weird. I'm strange. I recognize that. So I recognize also that most people don't have these things or they think I'll get it later. I'll get life insurance later when I'm older. I don't need it right now. I'll, you know, do my will later. I don't need it right now. You have no idea how many like friends I have that have small children that don't have a will. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what if you got hit by a bus tomorrow? Right. Like, what if some you have no idea you could choke on a carrot, like you know <laughs> anything could happen. um, lightning does strike some people, you That's know, right. I feel like I've been struck by lightning lightning statistically, right? um you know get your house in order because you're not just business is not just about sales and listings and commissions. It's about running the business end of your business. And that means get life insurance. Think about what you make annually and what your family would lose if you weren't there producing, or if you were chronically ill, like I am and not able to produce and make sure you have adequate insurance to replace your income. Make sure that you have your will. All those things tell people how you want to, you know, what your wishes are, yes. your directives. Those things are really important. It's super scary to sit down and write those and think about, okay, if I'm on my deathbed and do I want ice chips? You know, like no one yeah, wants the questions about they that.
0: ask are really <laughs> difficult, but they're necessary.
1: But they're necessary. And tell the people around you what your wishes are, right? Um, and disability insurance. And then obviously save, 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 save. And I know like, the DCs always say, put hay in the barn, right? And that is so important because I can tell you, we've got, you know, been handed lemons and we're making lemonade. And the big part, we're able to do that. Like I'm dropping everything on June 9th and I'm taking my kids and my family and my sister and my sister-in-law to Disney world. And we are doing the most over the top Disney four seasons, like sweet, insane VIP, everything. Disney, like pixie dust shooting out of every corner, um, (laughs) Disney world trip for my girls. And I'm going to photograph it and video it. And they're going to have this forever and know their mom wanted nothing but magic for them their whole life. Um, I can do these things because I saved like nobody's business. I made really good investments. I was very mindful about our finances. I, you know, we lived a very good life. We lived comfortably, but I always put maxed out my 401k maxed out my savings, you know, played the stock market, bought rental homes, really good measured investments that now I know my husband is going to be perfectly fine. I can go to Disney World and do my thing. And I don't need to work while I'm, you know, I'm supporting him, but I can dial back and focus on what I need to focus on. And when I pass, he doesn't need to stress about anything. And that is what I would hope for everyone. But that doesn't happen without planning and preparation and intention and you have to handle these things because you never know when you're going to meet that nemesis carrot and you gotta do the
0: things you You gotta gotta do the the
1: things things.
0: (laughs) I, i totally agree with you i i mean it's just there's just so many um there's so many life lessons and so many things we can learn from listening to you and seeing how you're dealing with your situation right now and um I I mean, I just, I, you know, I was thinking about this conversation we were going to have. And like I had told you previously, you know, uh, my mother had gone through a similar situation like yours with cancer. And so it's near and dear to my heart. And um, I just want to thank you for taking the time today to share with us. And, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this that are going to say, okay, uh, wow, I want to talk to her because I just want a little bit of her energy. I want a little bit of her mindset. Because, you know, I'm going through a struggle right now. I mean, if somebody were to, how, how could somebody reach out to you just to have a conversation if they wanted to, what would be the best way?
1: Yeah, no, they're welcome to email me. It, um, you know, if they're in Windermere, they, you can look it up in the, you know, the in Windermere stuff, but it's abalafia at windermere.com. So it's A-A-B as in boy, O-L-A-F as in Frank, I-A at windermere.com. And also you can find me on Instagram at Ashley Abalafia. And Facebook, Ashley Abalafia. feel free to PM me or DM me or add me as a friend or whatnot. And then, you know, I'm always open for texts and calls too. Like, never hesitate. Texts are better to like just make sure I'm in a good place to be able to chat. And then I always want to pay it forward. And my cell is 425 606 7781. I'm always, always happy. I want to support and uplift in any way that I possibly can. So please don't hesitate. Um, just ask, you know, that you give me a heads up because you know, it's, I want to make sure I'm in a good place to be able to be intentional <laughs> yeah. and focused for people. <laughs> well,
0: I, well, I want to, I want to say thank you. And I will put that information on the, in the notes when we do this, but um, I have to tell you, I, uh, I, I remember meeting you in 2014 and you had an energy and a brightness, then you have it now. And okay. I just wish the best for you and your family. And again, um, just thank you. And uh, man, fight the good fight, Ashley, just keep going.
1: Thank you. Like I, I've said in my videos, I'm counting up. I don't believe in counting down. If you count up, you're counting up to a goal that you are going to hit and beat. And that's what I'm doing. And I just really appreciate the love and support. And thank you, Michael, for this opportunity. And I just, you know, wish you all the best. You're such an amazing motivator. You changed so many hearts and minds and lives in such a positive way. So I can only hope to be as inspiring as as a third of you are, as you are, you
0: know. <laughs> well, I think I think you have, and uh, I got to tell you, I'm so in your corner. And uh, anything that I can do to help you, um, I'm 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 there. And uh, any way that I can help share your message, I'm there for you as well. So just know that.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, say hi to Jack and your lovely two daughters and uh, everybody. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you found this uplifting and inspiring you know, Ashley's, her mindset is phenomenal. And I think all of us can walk away from this uh, podcast and say, okay, how can we maybe look at our lives and be grateful for what we have today? Because as you know, it's not always going to be there. And uh, so again, uh, thank you everyone. And uh, we'll always end these like we always do by saying, be awesome and help somebody. And I'll say one more time, Ashley, thank you so much. Thanks. just wanted to thank you for listening to Ask a Coach, the Windermere Podcast. If you found our content helpful, please feel free to share it. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.